unsolved murders, rebellious children, sexual conduct, and how not to be a total mooch at your friend's house. Today's reading, as you might imagine, contains adult themes. Parental discretion is advised. It's Deuteronomy chapters 21 through 25 and Psalm 46, here on Commuter Bible. This is Commuter Bible, the audio Bible reading plan to match your weekly schedule. I'm your host, John Ross. Our reading today contains some statutes that seem harsh, some that seem odd, and others that could easily be incorporated into today's interactions. A few things to remember, however. First, the covenant with Israel was one in which the entire community had to remain holy because the Lord is holy and lived among them. And simple daily routines were a reminder that they were to be distinct among the nations. Second, it's clear that the Lord hates injustice, which is why he sent his son in our place, so that justice could be executed on the cross. Third, even in ancient times, nobody likes a mooch. Go home and get your own grapes. Deuteronomy, chapters 21 through 25. If a murder victim is found lying in a field in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess... And it is not known who killed him. Your elders and judges are to come out and measure the distance from the victim to the nearby cities. The elders of the city nearest to the victim are to get a young cow that has not been yoked or used for work. The elders of that city will bring the cow down to a continually flowing stream. Then the priests, the sons of Levi, will come forward For the Lord your God has chosen them to serve him and pronounce blessings in his name. And they are to give a ruling in every dispute and case of assault. All the elders of the city nearest to the victim will wash their hands by the stream over the young cow whose neck has been broken. They will declare, Our hands did not shed this blood. Our eyes did not see it. Lord, wipe away the guilt of your people Israel, whom you redeemed, and do not hold the shedding of innocent blood against them. Then the responsibility for bloodshed will be wiped away from them. You must purge from yourselves the guilt of shedding innocent blood, for you will be doing what is right in the Lord's sight. When you go to war against your enemies and the Lord your God hands them over to you, and you take some of them prisoner, and if you see a beautiful woman among the captives, desire her, and want to take her as your wife, you are to bring her into your house. She is to shave her head, trim her nails, remove the clothes she was wearing when she was taken prisoner, live in your house, and mourn for her father and mother a full month. After that, you may have sexual relations with her and be her husband, and she will be your wife. Then, if you are not satisfied with her, you are to let her go where she wants. But you must not sell her or treat her as merchandise, because you have humiliated her. If a man has two wives, one loved and the other neglected, and both the loved and the neglected bear him sons. And if the neglected wife has the firstborn son, when that man gives what he has to his sons as an inheritance, 
He is not to show favoritism to the son of the loved wife as his firstborn over the firstborn of the neglected wife. He must acknowledge the firstborn, the son of the neglected wife, by giving him two shares of his estate, for he is the first fruits of his virility. He has the rights of the firstborn. If a man has a stubborn and rebellious son, who does not obey his father or mother, and doesn't listen to them even after they discipline him, his father and mother are to take hold of him and bring him to the elders of his city, to the gate of his hometown. They will say to the elders of his city, This son of ours is stubborn and rebellious. He doesn't obey us. He's a glutton and a drunkard. Then all the men of his city will stone him to death. You must purge the evil from you, and all Israel will hear and be afraid. If anyone is found guilty of an offense deserving the death penalty and is executed, and you hang his body on a tree, you are not to leave his corpse on the tree overnight, but are to bury him that day. For anyone hung on a tree is under God's curse. You must not defile the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. If you see your brother Israelites, ox or sheep, straying, do not ignore it. Make sure you return it to your brother. If your brother does not live near you, or you don't know him, you are to bring the animal to your home to remain with you until your brother comes looking for it. Then you can return it to him. Do the same for his donkey, his garment, or anything your brother has lost and you have found. You must not ignore it. If you see your brother's donkey or ox fallen down on the road, do not ignore it. Help him lift it up. A woman is not to wear male clothing, and a man is not to put on a woman's garment. For everyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord your God. If you come across a bird's nest with chicks or eggs, either in a tree or on the ground along the road, and the mother is sitting on the chicks or eggs, do not take the mother along with the young. You may take the young for yourself, but be sure to let the mother go free, so that you may prosper and live long. If you build a new house, make a railing around your roof so that you don't bring blood guilt on your house if someone falls from it. Do not plant your vineyard with two types of seed. Otherwise, the entire harvest, both the crop you plant and the produce of the vineyard, will be defiled. Do not plow with an ox and a donkey together. Do not wear clothes made of both wool and linen. Make tassels on the four corners of the outer garment you wear.
If a man marries a woman, has sexual relations with her, and comes to hate her, and accuses her of shameful conduct, and gives her a bad name, saying, I married this woman and was intimate with her, but I didn't find any evidence of her virginity. The young woman's father and mother will take the evidence of her virginity and bring it to the city elders at the city gate. The young woman's father will say to the elders, I gave my daughter to this man as a wife, but he hates her. He has accused her of shameful conduct, saying, I didn't find any evidence of your daughter's virginity. But here is the evidence of my daughter's virginity. They will spread out the cloth before the city elders. Then the elders of that city will take the man and punish him. They will also fine him a hundred silver shekels and give them to the young woman's father, because that man gave an Israelite virgin a bad name. She will remain his wife. He cannot divorce her as long as he lives. But if this accusation is true and no evidence of the young woman's virginity is found, they will bring the woman to the door of her father's house, and the men of her city will stone her to death. For she has committed an outrage in Israel by being promiscuous while living in her father's house. You must purge the evil from you. If a man is discovered having sexual relations with another man's wife, both the man who had sex with the woman and the woman must die. You must purge the evil from Israel. If there is a young woman who is a virgin engaged to a man, and another man encounters her in the city and sleeps with her, take the two of them out to the gate of that city and stone them to death. The young woman, because she did not cry out in the city, and the man because he has violated his neighbor's fiancé. You must purge the evil from you. But if the man encounters an engaged woman in the open country, and he seizes and rapes her, only the man who raped her must die. Do nothing to the young woman, because she is not guilty of an offense deserving death. This case is just like one in which a man attacks his neighbor and murders him. When he found her in the field, the engaged woman cried out, but there was no one to rescue her. If a man encounters a young woman, a virgin who is not engaged, takes hold of her and rapes her, and they are discovered, the man who raped her is to give the young woman's father fifty silver shekels, and she will become his wife because he violated her. He cannot divorce her as long as he lives." A man is not to marry his father's wife. He must not violate his father's marriage bed. No man whose testicles have been crushed or whose penis has been cut off may enter the Lord's assembly. No one of illegitimate birth may enter the Lord's assembly. None of his descendants, even to the tenth generation, may enter the Lord's assembly. No Ammonite or Moabite may enter the Lord's assembly. None of their descendants, even to the tenth generation, may ever enter the Lord's assembly. This is because they did not meet you with food and water on the journey after you came out of Egypt.
and because Balaam son of Beor from Pethor in Aram Naharaim was hired to curse you. Yet the Lord your God would not listen to Balaam, but he turned the curse into a blessing for you because the Lord your God loves you. Never pursue their welfare or prosperity as long as you live. Do not despise an Edomite because he is your brother. Do not despise an Egyptian because you were a resident alien in his land. The children born to them in the third generation may enter the Lord's assembly. When you are encamped against your enemies, be careful to avoid anything offensive. If there is a man among you who is unclean because of a bodily emission during the night, he must go outside the camp. He may not come anywhere inside the camp. When evening approaches, he is to wash with water, and when the sun sets, he may come inside the camp. You are to have a place outside the camp and go there to relieve yourself. You are to have a digging tool in your equipment. When you relieve yourself, dig a hole with it and cover up your excrement. For the Lord your God walks throughout your camp to protect you and deliver your enemies to you. So your encampments must be holy. He must not see anything indecent among you, or he will turn away from you. Do not return a slave to his master when he has escaped from his master to you. Let him live among you wherever he wants within your city gates. Do not mistreat him. No Israelite woman is to be a cult prostitute, and no Israelite man is to be a cult prostitute. Do not bring a female prostitute's wages or a male prostitute's earnings into the house of the Lord your God to fulfill any vow, because both are detestable to the Lord your God. Do not charge your brother interest on silver, food, or anything that can earn interest. You may charge a foreigner interest, but you must not charge your brother Israelite interest so that the Lord your God may bless you in everything you do in the land you are entering to possess. If you make a vow to the Lord your God, do not be slow to keep it, because He will require it of you, and it will be counted against you as sin. But if you refrain from making a vow, it will not be counted against you as sin. Be careful to do whatever comes from your lips, because you have freely vowed what you promised to the Lord your God. When you enter your neighbor's vineyard, you may eat as many grapes as you want until you are full, but do not put any in your container. When you enter your neighbor's standing grain, you may pluck heads of grain with your hand, but do not put a sickle to your neighbor's grain.
If a man marries a woman, but she becomes displeasing to him because he finds something indecent about her, he may write her a divorce certificate, hand it to her, and send her away from his house. If after leaving his house, she goes and becomes another man's wife, and the second man hates her, writes her a divorce certificate, hands it to her, and sends her away from his house, or if he dies, the first husband who sent her away may not marry her again after she has been defiled, because that would be detestable to the Lord. You must not bring guilt on the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. When a man takes a bride, he must not go out with the army or be liable for any duty. He is free to stay at home for one year, so that he can bring joy to the wife he has married. Do not take a pair of grindstones or even the upper millstone as a security for a debt, because that is like taking a life as security. If a man is discovered kidnapping one of his Israelite brothers, whether he treats him as a slave or sells him, the kidnapper must die. You must purge the evil from you. Be careful with a person who has a case of serious skin disease, following carefully everything the Levitical priests instruct you to do. Be careful to do as I have commanded them. Remember what the Lord your God did to Miriam on the journey after you left Egypt. When you make a loan of any kind to your neighbor, do not enter his house to collect what he offers as security. Stand outside while the man you are making the loan to brings the security out to you. If he is a poor man, do not sleep with the garment he has given as security. Be sure to return it to him at sunset. Then he will sleep in it and bless you, and this will be counted as righteousness to you before the Lord your God. Do not oppress a hired worker who is poor and needy, whether one of your Israelite brothers or one of the resident aliens in a town in your land. You are to pay him his wages each day before the sun sets, because he is poor and depends on them. Otherwise he will cry out to the Lord against you, and you will be held guilty. Fathers are not to be put to death for their children, and children are not to be put to death for their fathers. Each person will be put to death for his own sin. Do not deny justice to a resident alien or fatherless child, and do not take a widow's garment as security. Remember that you were a slave in Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you from there. Therefore, I am commanding you to do this. When you reap the harvest in your field, and you forget a sheaf in the field, do not go back to get it. It is to be left for the resident alien, the fatherless, and the widow, so that the Lord your God may bless you in all the work of your hands. When you knock down the fruit from your olive tree, do not go over the branches again. What remains will be for the resident alien, the fatherless, and the widow. When you gather the grapes of your vineyard, do not glean what is left. 
What remains will be for the resident alien, the fatherless, and the widow. Remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt. Therefore, I am commanding you to do this. If there is a dispute between men, they are to go to court and the judges will hear their case. They will clear the innocent and condemn the guilty. If the guilty party deserves to be flogged, the judge will make him lie down and be flogged in his presence with the number of lashes appropriate for his crime. He may be flogged with forty lashes, but no more. Otherwise, if he is flogged with more lashes than these, your brother will be degraded in your sight. Do not muzzle an ox while it treads out grain. When brothers live on the same property and one of them dies without a son, the wife of the dead man may not marry a stranger outside the family. Her brother-in-law is to take her as his wife, have sexual relations with her, and perform the duty of a brother-in-law for her. The first son she bears will carry on the name of the dead brother so his name will not be blotted out from Israel. But if the man doesn't want to marry his sister-in-law, she is to go to the elders at the city gate and say, My brother-in-law refuses to preserve his brother's name in Israel. He isn't willing to perform the duty of a brother-in-law for me. The elders of his city will summon him and speak with him. If he persists and says, I don't want to marry her, Then his sister-in-law will go up to him in the sight of the elders, remove his sandal from his foot, and spit in his face. Then she will declare, This is what is done to a man who will not build up his brother's house. And his family name in Israel will be the house of the man whose sandal was removed. If two men are fighting with each other, and the wife of one steps in to rescue her husband from the one striking him, and she puts out her hand and grabs his genitals, you are to cut off her hand. Do not show pity. Do not have differing weights in your bag, one heavy and one light. Do not have differing dry measures in your house, a larger and a smaller You must have a full and honest weight, a full and honest dry measure, so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. For everyone who does such things and acts unfairly is detestable to the Lord your God. Remember what the Amalekites did to you on the journey after you left Egypt. They met you along the way and attacked all your stragglers from behind when you were tired and weary. They did not fear God. When the Lord your God gives you rest from all the enemies around you in the land the Lord your God is giving you to possess as an inheritance, blot out the memory of Amalek under heaven. Do not forget. Psalm 46 God is our refuge and strength, a helper who is always found in times of trouble. Therefore, we will not be afraid, 
Though the earth trembles and the mountains topple into the depths of the seas, though its water roars and foams and the mountains quake with its turmoil, there is a river. Its streams delight the city of God, the holy dwelling place of the Most High. God is within her. She will not be toppled. God will help her when the morning dawns. Nations rage, kingdoms topple, the earth melts when he lifts his voice. The Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Come, see the works of the Lord who brings devastation on the earth. He makes wars cease throughout the earth. He shatters bows and cuts spears to pieces. He sets wagons ablaze. Stop fighting and know that I am God, exalted among the nations, exalted on the earth. The Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. We've completed six episodes of the book of Deuteronomy, and we have three left to go. Following the book of Deuteronomy, we'll read the book of James in one setting, followed by Joshua in six episodes, and then we'll spend a good bit of time in the Gospel of Matthew. If you'd like to see the full schedule for the year, you can go to commuterbible.org. You can scroll down a bit and see the plan, or you can go to the documents section. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by Bobby Brown, Caitlin Pridgen, Eric Williamson, and the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening, and remember, happy is the one whose delight is in the Lord's instruction, and he meditates on it day and night. 